Section 68 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Frederick Marriott, 1792-1848. From F. Marriott's Life and Letters of Captain Marriott. Although not handsome, Captain Marriott's personal appearance was very prepossessing. In figure he was upright and broad-shouldered for his height, which measured five feet ten inches. His hands, without being undersized, were remarkably perfect in form, and modelled by a sculptor at Rome on account of their symmetry. The character of his mind was borne out by his features, the most salient expression of which was the frankness of an open heart. The firm, decisive mouth and massive thoughtful forehead were redeemed from heaviness by the humorous light that twinkled in his deep-set gray eyes, which, bright as diamonds, positively flashed out their fun, or their reciprocation of the fun of others. As a young man, dark, crisp curls covered his head, but later in life, when, having exchanged the sword for the pen and the plowshare, he affected a soberer and more patriarchal style of dress and manner, he wore his gray hair long, and almost down to his shoulders. His eyebrows were not alike, one being higher up and more arched than the other, which peculiarity gave his face a look of inquiry, even in repose. In the upper lip was a deep cleft, and in his chin as deep a dimple, a pitfall for the razor which, from the ready growth of his dark beard, he was often compelled to use twice a day. From the Cornhill, 1876 he was not a tall man, five feet ten, but I think intended by nature to be six feet, only having gone to sea when still almost a child, at a time when the between-decks were very low-pitched, he had, he himself declared, had his growth unnaturally stopped. His immensely powerful build and massive chest, which measured considerably over forty inches round, would incline one to this belief. He had never been handsome, as far as features went, but the irregularity of his features might easily be forgotten by those who looked at the intellect shown in his magnificent forehead. His forehead and his hands were his two strong points. The latter were models of symmetry. Indeed, while resident in Rome, at an earlier period of his life, he had been requested by a sculptor to allow his hands to be modelled. At the time I now speak of him, he was fifty-two years of age, but looked considerably younger." His face was clean-shaved, and his hair so long that it reached almost to his shoulders, curly in light, loose locks like those of a woman. It was slightly grey. He was dressed in anything but evening costume on the present occasion, having on a short velveteen shooting-jacket and coloured trousers. I could not help smiling as I glanced at his dress, recalling to my mind what a dandy he had been as a young man. 1844 End of section 68